This year we're looking at cultivations and specifically cover crop cultivations. Um, we all know the importance of cover crops, especially after harvest, the importance of getting them in quickly. But actually getting them in right, uh, using the right cultivation technique, is absolutely key and essential. During June, the frantic pace of work on the farm slows, allowing time to reflect on the work over the past few months. Every farmer should reflect on the work completed inside the farm gate, but also ask questions, is there a better way? Going to other farms or visiting research centres is rewarding as you will learn about the new ideas or better approaches to existing practice. It also gives a chance to meet neighbours and old friends, which in itself can be very rewarding. You are listening to the latest episode of The Tillage Edge with me, Michael Hennessy. We would really appreciate it if you could listen, follow and give us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Chagas Oak Park Open Day is on next week and I'm delighted to be joined by Dr Ewan Mullins, the Head of Crops Research and Dermot Forrestal, a researcher on crops and mechanisation, to discuss the Open Day and highlight areas which may be of interest to you. Ewan, firstly, can you remind people of the date of the Open Day? So it's on Wednesday, June 21st here in Oak Park in Carlow. What's the main theme of the Open Day this time around? This year we're looking at cultivations and specifically cover crop cultivations. Um, we all know the importance of cover crops, especially after harvest, the importance of getting them in quickly. But actually getting them in right, uh, using the right cultivation technique, and Derma can explain it, um, is absolutely key and essential. So from the point of view, the same as every other open day, there's a lot of stands out there. You might highlight maybe some of the main ones on, on route this year. Yeah, so the, it's across the Oak Park campus. So if people have, have been here before, they'll be familiar with, with the design and the layout that we have here. What we are doing differently this time is we're consolidating the boards, the presentations, the research updates, basically, across uh, five individual demo areas. So there's actually less walking. We're going to have transport from each of these demo areas so that there's, as I said, less walking and more time to engage with the researchers. So at the start, we're going to have BYDV, the importance of developing the IPM, strategies that Louise McNamara is leading with Stephen Byrne. We also then have an added value demo touching on plant protein, uh, all the advantages of that in in growing uh, plant protein crops for human ingredients uh, and food systems. Then we're out into oats and the fantastic work being done here at Oats with our national colleagues and also colleagues up in Northern Ireland and AFBI. And then we move over then in front of the old Oak Park House, we have the cultivation demonstration and exhibits, which is a key part of the day in partnership with the Farmer's Journal. And then as people will head back to the car park, they'll then go through the last demo, which will be around serial disease control. That's winter wheat, is it? Winter wheat, yeah, exactly. Okay. So just just going back, circling back to the value added hub, um, you might go into a little bit more detail of what people can actually find in that hub. Yeah, so we, we've two very exciting projects at the moment that we're involved in and leading. One is called U-Protein, uh, led by our colleagues in Moorpark, and the other one is called ValproPath, which is a European-funded project. And the goal of these two projects is very simple. It's to unlock the potential of something that we already grow so well in Ireland. So we know we are producing very high yields uh, of our protein crops, primarily faba bean, but we also know we can grow pea very well here. We know we can grow lupin, and a lot of work has gone into identifying newer varieties especially in regard to lupin that will get up grow quick and allow us to get the harvest out and uh, before we head into the the late autumn there's also actually potential with some other protein crops there but the exciting thing about this demo is that it's not just about the crops it's about showing the added value potential so we'll have demonstrations with colleagues from food talking about the 
potential of the protein isolate that can be extracted out of these crops as well. So there's people who will be able to see some of the growing crops there as well, can they? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll have all the usual demo plots. We, we have some exciting work on intercropping faba bean with pea. We had it here uh, at our previous open day in 2021. And uh, that work has continued. Obviously, pea is, is a fantastic crop to grow, but it, it suffers from lodging. But uh, we think we, there's a, a quite a simple agronomic fix by intercropping it with faba bean as well. Okay, and there's uh, some work ongoing here in Oak Park to do with um, distilling and, 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 and brewing. Will people get a chance to uh, get a little bit more information about what's going on in that space? Yeah, so we, we've uh, recently uh, set up the National Centre for Brewing and Distilling and it's managed by Lisa Ryan here in Oak Park. And that's very exciting because we now have a pilot and a micro malting and in time, hopefully, uh, a distilling uh, centre there and the goal is really to add value to the cereals that we're already producing so we know obviously our spring barley is a very important malting crop but there's a huge demand from the drinks industry to be able to tweak the malting process try different varieties uh, and and expand that research base and it's probably somewhat surprising there none of this work is done anywhere in Ireland so the the key thing is this was only established in the last 12 months and Lisa's going to talk about the work that's been done to date in setting it up and also the, the exciting plans we have with our colleagues here in SETU for the future. Okay Dermot I might come across to you um, to talk maybe more about machinery people get very excited in this one uh, so we're going to have a lot of machinery around uh, in terms of the cultivation area what's the what's the plan around that area? Yeah, look, again, I suppose we're, we're, we're following the, the, the recent tradition, I suppose, of having an event within an event with, with a focus on machinery. And this year it's all around the area of stubble cultivation and also cover crop establishment. So that's all hitting the main theme. So in that area, people will get the opportunity to see really eight different classes of machines working uh, on the day. So they'll be working over three different demos. Each run will be uh, this literally a single machine run so that people will get to see all eight different machine types. So among those, we'll have tine stubble cultivators, disc stubble cultivators, disc and tine combined uh, on one stubble cultivator, a straw rake or a straw comb. A lot of those then will also be fitted maybe with the simple broadcaster type seeders or pneumatic seeders. There'll be a roller working with a seeder on it. Then we have drills that will establish maybe without cultivation. We'll have a min-till drill there, strip-till and direct drill there as well as being alternative ways of establishing cover crops. And, and that's what it's about. It's about establishing the cover crop more so than stubble cultivation of which is necessary anyway out there. Yeah, well, it's both really because I think the requirement there is for stubble cultivation and people really want to know, well, what type of stubble cultivator should it be? using if conditions are very dry will i get sufficient penetration with a disc if i use a tine machine am i going to have more problems with stones and that so they'll get to see all of those there and you know the, the kind of constraints that there are with some and, and 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 with different classes of machines that are there so it is focused on stubble cultivation but yes uh, seeding as well for crop, crop establishment and is this demonstration once in a day or will it be going on a number of different times? We'll be running it three different times and, and at each time we will have, as I say, eight different runs. So one sample of each machine. And because there was such interest in it, as I say, there might be different machines, different manufacturers running in each demo because we have more than eight manufacturers who wanted to demonstrate, if you like. So uh, it'll be run three times during the day. Uh, it'll be at that demo area four that you described there earlier. And also during 
uh, one break in the demonstration there, we will actually have a horticultural, there'll be an opportunity for them to see the horticultural demonstration as well for the general audience to see that. So will people be able to get up close, if you like, to the cultivation, go and kick a bit of soil, see what yeah. sort of jobs they're after doing? Yeah, that's our intention. The style will be, look, we're partnering with the Farmer's Journal very much in this one. Uh, Siobhan Walsh will be there with me, more or less, uh, doing that. And also their two machinery uh, correspondents, uh, Peter Thomas Keevney and Gary Abbott will be there as well. So the, the, myself and Siobhan more or less introduce each machine type. Uh, we'll talk about what it's trying to do. The machine will be let, uh, the machine then will be described technically by one of the machinery uh, correspondents, and then the machine will do its run. So we'll go through uh, all of that, during which myself and Siobhan will just chat about how they're working. People will be able to get very close uh, to the machines. We will have a rope. Uh, there and a good PA system to ensure health and safety but people will immediately be able to see what the machine has done and be down and dirty with the machine if you like. Okay there's, there, there's lots of other things happening in that particular area you and there's a good few stands there as well what, what's on demonstration there? Yeah so what we have is to complement the, the work or the machinery that Dermot just talked about we also have stands on the cover cropping uh, work that's ongoing here in Chagask and in addition to that, we have important stands on grass weeds led by Vijay Vaskar. We have signposts. We'll have um, obviously other stands as well from colleagues in Selup in terms of forestry, our new climate centre. And all of these together will, will give people an overview of all the work that's ongoing. But also, and what's really important, is the engagement between people who, who show up, but also with our, our research staff and students who are at these stands. It's very important that, well, I would hope that when people come to the Open Day, they really take the opportunity to, to discuss maybe problems they have on their own farm, questions they might have about whatever systems that maybe they're looking at into the future and um, this is a great opportunity for engagement so we we really hope uh, people will look forward to it and take advantage of it you and dermot mentioned a second ago uh, about horticulture that's a bit of a new uh, venture i suppose here here in oak park what's the what's the point in having horticulture as part of all this yeah very very good question and uh, it's probably maybe raised a couple of uh, people are probably wondering when they hear about what's going on but uh, no actually it's it's exciting it, it's it's a, a great opportunity as i said we have an open day we have a very exciting demo and there is a need in the heart sector in terms of weed control and we were very happy and we're delighted to have colleagues from heart here uh, who will be demonstrating um, weed weeders and weed technologies, in particular robotic systems as well. Uh, and you know, there, there's learning for the tillage sector here as well. Um, weeds are, are going. To, are, we know they're a huge problem in terms of grass weeds, obviously. But it's not just grass weeds. As VJ will show at his stand as well, there are many other weeds that are becoming problematic. So you know, I think we'll be we'll all be over at the heart area looking and learning as well. So in terms of the horticulture as well, I mean, that's fairly well stitched into uh, the normal tillage area around there. Is that an opportunity maybe for tillage farmers to kind of see what's going on from that point of view? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like Dermot can add to this. I mean, the, it, there, nobody has all the answers to the problems we have out there. So, you know, we'll have tillage people going over to the heart area looking and going, maybe that's something that they could look at in their own system. They'll have queries. They want to learn more about it. And again, that's what that's what the open day is about. We want people to leave here on the 21st of June with ideas in their head, hopefully answers to some of the questions they would have had when they came in here. Uh, and that's why we're excited to have the heart people here as well. So Dermot, from from the in that horticultural demo area, is it is it very high tech stuff or is everything from the low tech to very high tech or is it all metal or is there is there other options out there in terms of weed control? 
Yeah, it, it, it's a mix. And like the, the background is, of course, and, and, and this is why it's relevant to all arable. The background is that, you know, people are trying, I suppose, to have alternatives to chemical weed control, right? For different reasons in terms of the heart sector is probably a little bit ahead of the arable sector in that regard. But we're hitting the same problems on the arable side because we're losing the capacity, I suppose, to control a lot of the weeds with herbicides alone. So that's why the interest is there. So in the heart uh, area, they're a little bit ahead, if you like, because they have high value crops that can perhaps withstand, I suppose, more expensive systems. So to answer your question, there's going to be, I suppose, three different categories of equipment out there. You are going to get the simple tine weeders, you know, which are used um, and can be used in organic production of ordinary crops, but can be used in, in veg crops as well. And these just literally tickle the, weed, the weeds out of there and hopefully you have conditions in that that will be enough, literally, for, for that to work. Then we have, if you like, the, the more inter-row type cultivators. And many, as I say, agricultural people remember these from steerage hoeing and beet. But now, of course, we're moving towards camera-guided versions of those which can quite uh, closely get in towards the row of plants while they're weeding. Those then can be adapted further when they're camera guided to have interplant uh, or inter in between the plants on the row where they can weed between that, again using the camera as the system for controlling that. And even beyond that then we have um, autonomous weeders where you can have a system which is literally on an autonomous vehicle that's controlled by a, a very um, high resolution RTK um, GPS signal. It can plant the plants with that with that machine, know exactly where the, those plants are planted, and then use that position information to weed around it, all with an autonomous machine working very slowly through the crop. So it's not using cameras in that case; it's using exact uh, camera positions for that, or, or exact position um, RTK position, GPS position signals to get that right. So those will all be on on show. The lads, our colleagues. Andy Welton and Owen Sweetman have put, put this together. Some challenges now in the dry weather doing that uh, as we're speaking, but they have brassicas planted there, so we'll be able to see these machines in operation on the day. Sounds like a, a really high-tech solution in, in certainly some of it you're talking about, and, and obviously with the demise, I suppose, of an awful lot of herbicides in the future, it's certainly something all tillage farmers really need to you know, take take a look at um, to see whether there is solutions down the line, I suppose, in those. But Dermot, they sound expensive, I'm being the other side of it. Um, in terms of the trade stands, there are trade stands at, at, at the event. You, you might highlight some of those because obviously TAMS is out now and people might just um, be, be, be looking for, for a way to help to spend the TAMS money maybe. But um, you might give us an idea of what sort of trade stands are around. Well, maybe they want to mind their money and not be spending it all. But anyway, I know uh, the, the, there is there's a good range of equipment there. Um, normally what we do in this is that the people who are a part of the demonstration, it's mainly those that get the opportunity to display. So all of the big cultivator manufacturers are, are represented there you know the, and the, like we all know the brands that are there whether they're Vatterstad, Harsh, Lemkin, Pottinger, Amazon uh, but right through the range right uh, to Aptil, Heva they're all there uh, on the day and they'll have trade stands there and they'll be showing other product, products there as well but we also um, you know encourage people who have kind of technologies that might be related to arable farming such as positioning uh, type equipment and that so they'll be there as well so there'll be a terrific range of equipment there but it's full 
focused really, I suppose, on the team of the, the, the demo. Okay, okay. Ewan, just to go back to you there, and you mentioned, I think, earlier around, uh, a little bit around mobility, and we're trying to make it as easy for as possible for people who might have mobility issues to be able to turn up and, and have a very comfortable day. You might give us an idea about some of those. Yeah, so we're deviating slightly from what we've done in the past. Uh, in the past, who people who've been here, they would have seen stands all the way out around the route, all the way back around to the house. Um, and and that's a that's a that's a fair old walk. It's a nice walk if it's a nice day. Uh, so what we're doing now is we're we're going to consolidate the stands a little bit uh, across four demo areas. Uh, sorry, five demo areas. And within that, then there's there's transport trailers to get people from one A to B and B to C and so forth. And those transports will be moving hopefully every fifteen to twenty minutes. So you get off, you spend time listening to the research updates. Uh, having discussions with colleagues, advisors, researchers, and looking and seeing what's there and learning and, and understanding more. You can spend as little time there, as much time as you want. And then another trailer will be arriving, as I said, every 15, 20 minutes. You can hop on that and move on to the next stand. So the whole the whole idea is flexibility and to make it the, that travel time between boards uh, as little as possible. Okay, and, and when they get to the area, I suppose the area they want to get to, is there, is there a bit of food and maybe a 99 somewhere along the line as well? Well, the, the great news is there might be 99s halfway around, actually, at stop two. Uh, so they, they, they can spend an extra bit of time there at the added value. Uh, but there is, of course, there's food. And, I mean, we want people to come to Oak Park on the 21st and enjoy their day, have a full day here. Uh, so it, it's incumbent on us to make sure that everything is ready. And obviously there will be food available as well. Okay, so you might just remind us again of the date. Yeah, so uh, Wednesday, June the 21st, kicking off at 10 a.m. Uh, it's been fabulous weather at the moment. We could do it a drop of rain uh, between now and then, but hopefully the 21st will be a nice dry day. And in fairness, the site is looking fantastic at the moment, so uh, hopefully we'll all see you there on the day. So thanks very much, Ewan and Dermot. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. So that's it for this week. My thanks to Ewan and Dermot for joining me on the show. Over the next few weeks, you will hear from some of the researchers at the Open Day and about their work and key messages for the industry. So finally, don't forget if you enjoyed the podcast, then recommend it to a friend or colleague, and as always, rate, review and follow on Apple or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And for more information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Michael Hennessy, thanks for listening, and I'll be back next week with more tillage news and advice.